It's Wednesday, July 14th. I'm Rudy. So a Japanese guy and an Australian walk into an MLB All-Star game. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to A Long Walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Pavich. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every day, 9.45 a.m., going live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Pavich. Today on the show, oh, new segment. A brand new segment coming to A Long Walk to Cleveland. We'll get to that in about the next 15 to 20 minutes. First on the show... Say what up to a couple people. Good morning, Courtney. Hi, Nicole. Lindsay, good morning to you. Hi, Mira. Tara, happy hump day, she writes. It took me a second to realize today is Wednesday. Even though I know the word just came out of my mouth less than 90 seconds ago. Man, seriously, when you ain't got a job, like, the days just, like, flow together. (laughs) Good morning, Wyatt. Hi, Ella. Nice to see you guys. Kimmy, what's up, RJ? Hi, Kim. Debbie, good to see everybody. Thank you guys for showing up. Mel! What up, Rudy? Not much? What up, Mel? Uh, today on the show, I saw a saw an article that came from NBC's Today Show, which I just laughed about. So, a Burger King sign has gone viral after employees at a Lincoln, Nebraska location used it to announce that they were all quitting. The sign, outside of the Burger King, read, We all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. One of the former employees told Today that the sign came after months of short staffing, managerial turnover, and hectic work conditions. They said, we had just gotten really tired of upper management and them not coming to help and not caring about our employees. It was pretty hectic. We were already short staffed in August. That was August of last year. And the general manager was pretty loud and crazy, very argumentative. So you just quit? You just pack it up and go. That's that's what we're doing nowadays. Now, did you leave in epic fashion? Yes. Is it hilarious? Oh my God, yes. Uh, is it the relationship that you want to have with work as you get older? Fuck no. Maybe I'm a little different in the teaching of my daughter, but I have told her many times. My daughter's 13. And she's going to be coming up on that age here momentarily where it's time for her to go out and get a job. And I have already told her, I don't want you working at a place that you're going to hate. Because I had to do that, and luckily, my summers were spent me roofing and putting in windows and hanging out with my family and my uncles and having a great time. And I love doing that, man. Like, you were getting a tan. You were, you know, in shape. I mean, yeah, you had to, like, be up super early and bust your ass all day hauling shingles and putting in windows. And yes, it was tough work, but God damn it, man, it was the best work. You felt great afterwards. What's up, BJ? Kendra? Hi, Char. Nice to see everybody this morning. Beaker, what's up? Uh, Danielle, Olina. Thank you guys for joining the uh, Instagram live feed. But it was great, man. Like, just hanging out with the, with the family, you know, busting ass, feeling good about it. Like, I get why when you're 16, you hate working at McDonald's. You hate it. I've only known one person who has ever got, gone into, like, a fast food job and worked their way up through, like, the managerial ranks and stuff and enjoyed every single second of it. Those jobs are meant for you to hate them. You should hate them. They suck. You don't want to do that. So I've, I've already told my kid, like, listen, uh, when you get to that age, when you got to start, like, fending for yourself a little bit, 
If you really, really have your heart set on like buying a certain car that you want, or you have things in your life that you want, yes, go out and find that job that's going to give you that money. But if that, if the case is like, you just need to like find a job because you need to have some sort of responsibility, go find a job that you like, because that will set the tone for what you think of work much later in life. If you have a job that you absolutely despise when you are 17 and you come to find like you just hate work, you will kind of get into the mindset of this thing is keeping me from other things that I want to do. And that is the worst mindset to be able to have when you are a little bit older in life. When really what it should be is you should be thanking some of these places for going, dude, thank you for affording me my car payment or thank you for affording me, you know, enough money to be able to take a road trip for four days. Stuff like that. Get in, get your mind there when it comes to the actual work that you will be doing. Because I, I get why at some point, if you're working for like $9.50 an hour in Lincoln, Nebraska, and you're putting in nine-hour days and you're short-staffed and nobody's coming to help you, and finally at some point you just go, yeah, fuck it. And you just put the sign up outside that just goes, piss, it, piss on it, we're all leaving. I get that guy. I get that. I get why that girl would be like, fuck it. Why am I, why am I here making money for you? Like, don't get into a business to become rich, but also don't bust your ass to make other people rich. Burger King's going to be just fine. Be a couple of days, but I'm sure they're going to get a couple of other people who are dumb enough to be able to take that job and reopen that stupid ass Burger King. But at least you will have the benefit of knowing, hey, man, this is not what I want to do. And that's, that's kind of half the battle sometimes. But if you can kind of get in on the ground level of having a job that you like to go to every day, that makes a huge difference. Or at least having something where you're like, okay, I put up with a lot of shit with my job, but it affords me things. I can pay for, I can pay for my house. I can pay for my car. I can do all the things I want to do. And even though I have to go suffer for eight hours a day, at least I can park it at the end of the day and not have to deal with it. Because there's a big difference between people that have to be able to take their work home. Like, I remember, I don't know why this just popped into my head. I remember there was an episode of Jerry Springer. And there was a uh, there was a couple. And obviously, they're doing the Jerry Springer back and forth, screaming at each other. And at some point, you know, the husband said something to the wife like, you know, every time you're at the house, you never take care of shit. Like, I'm always the one having to do everything. And she went, sometimes I have to bring my work home, and you know that. And he just yelled out, you are the manager at Subway! (laughs) I was like, yeah, bitch, what are you doing? Leave that shit at Subway. I scared my dog. Now he freaked out a little bit. Hi, buddy. You might be able to hear him in the background. Morning, buddy. Uh, Yeah, so uh, let's see. Lindsay, I left a high-paying job to work in a school, and I love it. I'm so happy. It's fulfilling every day, but damn, I miss the money. That is, that's listen, that's the trade-off. That is the trade-off sometimes. But if you can kind of get in early saying, hey, man, like I, I enjoy my job. I like what I do. Your relationship with work becomes so different. It becomes much more, um, you're much more forgiving of the time that you have to give up. You know, uh, Beaker, such great advice. I love my job most days. It makes getting up at 4.30 a.m. okay. Yeah, it does. It can suck, man. It can totally, there are days. It has its moments where uh, you have to look at it and just go. And the thing is, like, a lot of times it's the mindset of it, you know? Like, I think about all the, the hours I put in producing other people's podcasts and whatnot and just, like, how much of a grind that really can be. But 
I think about it and like Louis, like I, I go back to that Louis Anderson advice, which was, hey man, uh, you can work at a job for eight hours or you can work 20 hours a day for your freedom, but you have to decide which is it that you want to do. Bethany, companies make a difference too. I love my company and the flexibility as a single parent. Totally get it. Totally get it. If you were working for somebody that you don't mind giving up a little bit of your time and watching them, you know, make a ton of dough on the backs of your shoulders, then dude, I say go for it. For sure. Uh, let's see. Kim, I recently quit a job that I love, but now I can focus on my favorite job, being a mom. Oh, Bellamy Jack. Agreed. Flexibility is key. Yeah, uh, especially for people that have, you know, when you got, and here's the thing about, like, having kids, man. They don't schedule those those spring programs at, you know, 5.30 on a Thursday. No, no, no. Dude, you are going to be going to that spring program. It is at 12.30, and if your ass misses it, oh, you will take heat. So you got to be able to, like, tell work, hey, man, I got to be able to take a couple of hours off and go see the kid in their spring program or whatever it might be. But having a job that is cool with that, that takes a lot. Uh, that does. It, it, it's hard being able to find companies and people that are cool with it. And usually the assholes who are your bosses – those fuckers have already had their kids and moved on. They've done their shit. Like, listen, stop. Do you, do you, have you forgotten what it's like to have a kid? Or the worst is these pricks who are like in their like upper 30s and low 40s that don't have kids and don't understand why it is you don't want to work 24 hours out of the day. Fuck you. I got shit to do. I want to hang out with my kid. God damn it. I made the thing. I'd like to rear it and bring it up the way I want to bring it up. Good morning, Scooter. Wow, that just kind of. Went off on a tangent there. Sorry about that. Uh, hey, don't forget, you can also find right now Raising a Daughter. Speaking of raising kids, you can find Raising a Daughter on YouTube, on Instagram, or on Facebook. All you got to do is just search for my name, Rudy Povich, and then Raising a Daughter, the award-winning short film. Also coming up on Tuesday, the 20th. Going to be at House of Comedy. A uh, little bit of a shorter set than usual, but uh, doing their showcase up there, which is a run by Mike Brody, who is just, man just a mensch just a good dude and a great club and chelsea and brian and everybody up there are excellent uh mel i love the flexibility of working for myself making money for myself and not having uh somebody and, and not someone else is so satisfying i totally get it i totally yes does it suck sometimes that you got to pay a little extra for the health insurance and you got to be able to like figure things out but uh yeah that part does suck that's the probably the biggest you know reason why most people won't leave a job is because they're afraid of that and yeah, sometimes, dude, you just got to throw caution in the wind. Unless, of course, it's an amazing opportunity. Then probably, you know, bite your lip, take it, and, uh, and roll with it. But yeah, all right. Well, good. I'm glad that everybody at BK has decided to get out. If you got kids, I I'm, I'm telling my daughter, I've told her many times, don't go get a job just to get a job. Find something that you like to do. You, you dig rock climbing. Try to get a job at Vertical Endeavors. You're a gymnast. Try to get a job at the gym. You know, you're into art. Try to get a job at an art store. Don't just like go work fast food because you feel at 16 you got to get a job. You got time. Trust me, there's plenty of time to have to go take shitty jobs that you don't want. Don't do it when you're young. Set the tone nicely with your your relationship with work, and it will it'll help you exponentially down the road. All right, moving on. Got a brand new segment here on the show. It's called Neener Nanner New New. I got it worse than you do. And now it's time for everybody's favorite race to the bottom. Neener Nanner Nunu, I got it worse than you do. It's all lies. 
but they're entertaining lies. The segment where we try to find out who's got it bad. All right, so this is called Neener Nanner New New. I got it worse than you do. And if you're on the Instagram live feed, you can go ahead and uh, chime in on this. So I was thinking about it today, and everything is a race to the bottom, is it not? All we do is complain, and especially dudes nowadays. What's up with dudes saying all the things like, oh, man, you know, I can't even do one pull-up. It's almost like it's braggadocious that you're, what, dude? I, my God, why are you telling everybody you're a huge puss? Huh, man, I don't know. I wouldn't know what I'd do if I had to change a tire. Oh, my God, heaven forbid if you should get out and open the trunk and get, a, get the spare out of the, the trunk and then, and then put it on yourself. Oh, my God. What? But it seems to be like it's a race to the bottom all the time. And I just like a good see if you can top this moment. Because if you got one, you can go ahead and throw it in the comments of the Instagram live feed at Rudy underscore Povich. And I'll explain. So uh, yesterday, I told you guys that uh, the reason why I had my hair all done up and I was wearing a shirt with buttons on it was because I had to go out and be in front of clients. And uh, I went down to this, I had to go shoot a backyard like a, a landscaping real estate. I had to take the drone and the cameras and go do the thing. And uh, they wanted like a really nice presentation of their backyard. These people sink hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's not, that's no joke. That, their backyards cost way more than most of our houses and they're beautiful and they should be documented accordingly. Get the drone, get the cameras, like make it look nice, stage it. You know, this place was awesome, man. It had like a sweet backyard barbecue to it. Cool fire pit. Like, they had this pool that, like, you, you, it actually had, like, a metal, con- like, I guess, like, a cover on it that sort of split, and you just, like, and it just split wide, and it just, like, opened. It was, fuck, it was so amazing. It was like a, the transformer of hot tubs is what it was. It was beautiful. I loved it. Uh, but I was thinking about it, man, like, all right, so money's got to be a little bit tight right now, only because, you know, segueing out of a job, you got to kind of figure out, like, where your finances are going to be. I'm like, all right, a couple of things I got to get paid off. And I don't know if you guys don't believe in a higher power. I, I, I'm with you. I don't either. But God damn it. Sometimes there has to be there's got to be like, you know how like in movies, the trope is you got the angel and the devil on a shoulder. Well, there's got to be like a devil God, right? There's got to be a devil and God on God's shoulders at some point, right? Because at some point yesterday while I'm driving, I'm like, I'm like, dude, so this is, I mean, it's not going to be a massive paycheck, but this is going to be enough. Like, okay, I can get this thing paid off and I got my furniture from last year. Okay, I bet I can get that paid off. I can make an extra payment to this, blah, blah, blah. And as I am turning the last corner, leaving this, uh, this place in Prescott, Wisconsin, God damn it, if all of a sudden my whole front end of my vehicle just went, do. And I was like, that does... That does not sound cheap. <laughs> Whatever that was, that was incredibly expensive. That was the most expensive thud I've ever heard in my life. And the second that it happened, I mean, the car still ran and luckily I got it back to, uh, back to the house. But as I was sitting in the driveway, I get out underneath and I look and I don't know, I, trust me, I'm not a car guy. I had a stepdad that was a son of a bitch about cars and that's why I like to drive them but I don't, I know nothing about them. And, um, I was like, you gotta be kidding me, man. God damn it. So I, I bring the thing into the shop and the guy's like, yeah, so this is what's, so here's what happened. And he's explaining everything and I'll be goddamned if 
the amount it costs to get fixed to be able to <laughs> fix my vehicle is not the same amount that I'm getting paid for the reality shoot I just goddamn did 20 minutes beforehand. I was like, this is, there's no, this is the God that is, he's laughing, mocking me, going, dude, what's up? Now, really? When I'm finally like gonna start getting into the clear, okay, now I got something cooking here. You just gotta, you, you kick me when I'm down, dude? Kick me when I'm down. That's when it is. So if you got anything uh, where you're like, hey, dude, you think you got it bad? Don't worry about it. I got it way worse. Go ahead and throw it in the comments of, uh, of Instagram, at Rudy underscore Pavich. I apologize for everybody who is hearing my text messages coming in. Uh, but listen, I'm a super important guy who's got super important text messages coming in, okay? All right? When you have people that want to know if you're going to be able to pick up the girls at noon, then maybe one day people will hear your text messages go off, okay? God. Uh, so yeah, so basically all the dough I made yesterday is just a fart in the wind. Just gone. Doesn't matter. None of it doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, like, I know we have to try to see the silver linings and everything, and people will be going, well, you should just be thankful that you have a job that you can go to and that you have a vehicle that can provide, provide you transportation to get... No, fuck that! No way! Listen, I wanted a supersize on the way home. There's no supersizing! There's no getting a number one with an extra large fry and a milkshake. You can order it off the dollar menu, son. You're lucky to be getting that. God damn it. Like, why? Why is it that finally, when you make a little bit of headway, you finally start, like, pulling into the clear? You get around the pace car. You got, I mean, I, listen, they tried to explain to me what was wrong with my vehicle. I'm like, dude, you're just speaking gibberish. This is all Greek. I mean, you might as well just give it to me in Braille. I don't understand what you're saying. So just... <sighs> whatever it costs to fix it, just fix the goddamn thing. And uh, I'll just take care of it. It's fine. Jesus, criminy. It always seems like, you know, when you finally start moving ahead just a little bit, when you finally start, like, getting up there. Bellamy Jack, I owe $4,000 in federal taxes. Duh, don't get me started. Don't, don't get me started. Oh, my God. I had this conversation with somebody three days ago about how much of a goddamn pain in the ass it is. Uh, still on the pay plan for the last two years. I will never break even with the IRS. I agree. Oh, God damn. It sucks. And it's, oh, it's, oh, I know. I, I, I don't want to get into it again because I was sweating yesterday as I was complaining about how much money it is that we just keep shelling in. It'd be different if like you were getting something back on your return and investment. But Jesus, man, I'm, I'm like, you guys got to like start stepping it up when it comes to, I was just driving uh, yesterday. I had just left uh, Minnesota and got over to the, over the Wisconsin border, just past Prescott. And I was kind of driving down that great river road on highway 61. And it is as smooth as a baby's ass. There's the lines are perfect. It's well taken care of. And I'm like, where's our money going? Because that entire stretch of 61 that gets you over to the other side of Wisconsin does not look like the Wisconsin side. I'm like, where's our money going? God damn it. Uh, let's see. CJ, wait until your daughter starts driving. No, I, trust me. I know. That's why she's getting a 1985 Toyota Corolla. That's what I drove. You know what? I don't want to be a dick. I'll get her a 1987 Toyota Corolla. 
Danielle, still paying off medical bills from falling and breaking my arm back in January. Ah, yeah. See, that's the one nice thing about the medical bills, though, is um, you can basically just go, dude, I will give you $40 a month until the day I die. And luckily, there's kind of a safety net there with... um, but I, I know it sucks to, like, have that looming over your head. You don't want to be that person. You want to get it paid off. I get it. But I don't, that is the one nice thing. Like, I got some doctor bills uh, from, uh, like, I don't know, must have been, I don't know, six months ago. And uh, right after, uh, like, COVID. I told you guys I had a couple of, like, lingering effects from having COVID for two months. And I went into the doctor, and they slapped me with a bill for 900 bucks. And I was like, well, you guys are getting 25 bucks until this is paid off. Because I'm not just handing over $900 just because you want it. Christ, I'm walking through marble hallways of Fairview. I think you guys are going to be okay, all right? So, yeah, well, good. I'm glad that, not that, you know, I'm glad that things are happening to other people because that part sucks. But it's always nice to know that you are in, uh, in pretty decent company. So, yeah, I guess every once in a while we'll just go ahead and throw down on a neener nanner new new. I got it worse than you do. It's time to go wallow in your own self-pity, and we'll see you next time on Neener Nanner New New, I Got It Worse Than You Do. Danielle, still paying off medical... Oh, I already read that one. Sorry about that. Olina, the starter dies in my on my first car while I was at McAllister for the Scottish Fair in 1999. The alternator died on my course got on my way home from Valley Fair in 1999. See, dude? Things about fairs. I don't trust fairs. I don't trust anywhere that... It's got, you know, weird oval-shaped basketball rims, and you're trying to win a, you know, a stuffed SpongeBob from. I don't trust those guys. God damn it. <laughs> Danielle, we're all in this together. Good morning, Adrian. How are you, bud? Uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day, 9.45 a.m. We go live on Instagram. It's just at Rudy underscore Povich. And once again, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> Yeah, right on. All right, everybody. Sweet. All right. Well, that is a sh- Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.